Welcome, my chingus, to episode eight of Stan or Stank Pop, uh, the live K-pop discussion show streamed live on Twitch every Sunday. Um, today is the first APM show in a couple of episodes, so we got a whole new flavor. We got a more tired me. We had a really great pre-show. Um, if you can show up live, I, I really, really, really uh, suggest that you do because some weird stuff just happens, you know, talking about old ass K-pop. It's great. Um, today we already got a bunch of callers already waiting. So I want to get straight to that. Um, and I want to say happy Thanksgiving, um, because this was recorded after Thanksgiving, Thanksgiving, wonderful time for some people, terrible time for some other people. Um, and, and, but happy Thanksgiving. I don't know why I said that. All right, let's move on to the topics. All right. So the topics are from our callers, our live listeners. They're calling into my discord channel. Um, you can learn about how to do all of that stuff, uh, in the discord channel. If you join, I highly suggest that you, you, you call in. All right. Um, the first caller is going to be, let's go stanky or let's go spicy first. I don't, I don't know if it's stanky. I don't know. We're going to start with Gachi Galileo has been gone from the mic for a couple of weeks because of the 3 PM time slot. And I'm not even in the channel. Hello. Hello. Hello, Gachi Galileo. Long time. Long time. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. I feel like that American horror story meme that's like, surprise, bitch. I bet you thought you heard the last of me. You know, I tried, you know, switching the time. You know, I was like, maybe she'll go away. But, you know, I just can't. I just can't stay away. Um, but uh, did you have a good Thanksgiving? I did. I did. It was chill. Had like a Friendsgiving. Family's up north. So we uh, just did some fun stuff down here. Awesome. Cool. Um, did, what, did you cook anything? Like what's your like cooking specialty? Uh, my cooking specialty is store-bought uh, brownies. You know what? That's, a, you know what? that's about as far as it goes. It's pretty good. I'm actually the trash pile of my friends giving where I just don't make anything. I just give money to somebody who does. So I don't, I don't even bring brownies. I just give money. Oh, shoot. I haven't even given him money. Um, um, uh, <laughs> well, I'll do that after the show. Um, but uh, Gachi Galileo, what is your topic for today? Uh, since I'm back for the first time in a while, I thought I would drop a big one on here, and um, we're going to talk about EXO's Obsession. EXO's Obsession. I've heard a little bit about this song, um, but we're going to uh, watch it together, and we're going to see what everyone thinks. Um, all right, let me get it. Oh, it already started. Definitely interested to see what the chat has to say for sure. Let's go. It's starting out real creepy already. What my sleep paralysis demons look like. It's pretty good, actually. 
It's not a clown or anything. Exo's obsession. Is this a stan or a stink for you, Gachi Galileo? Uh, the music video is a full stan. Uh, the song is like, it's like a st with the N somewhere off in the ether. But I, overall, I think it's pretty. Uh, you kind of cut out at the very end there. So you, uh, you said overall it's pretty good? Yeah, I, I like it. I don't think it's my favorite of their title tracks, but generally it, I enjoy it, but mostly for the music video and the aesthetic. Gotcha. Okay. Uh, well, the uh, chat is uh, almost 50-50. We have five stanks and six stands. Um, I am going to put the, I'm going to, I'm going to have to to make this even and I'm going to be in the stank poo. I'm going to put it, I'm, I'm going to jump into the stank side of things to keep, keep it. Ooh. Oh, another stand came in. Uh-oh. Um, 
Okay, here's the thing. You're getting I, beat right now. I don't hate this song, actually. I I think I'm more perplexed at just SM in general, which is like, why do you have Super M and EXO and NCT, but they all just like flip-flap all their songs? You know what I mean? Yeah, no, that's one of the things I wanted to bring up and see if you guys noticed that, because a lot of the reviews I was reading was like, all of their groups are starting to kind of meld into each other. Yeah, no, I, absolutely. Like to me, this sounds more like something that super M might do, uh, or maybe an NCT. I don't actually know because they all keep bleeding together. I don't actually remember what dropping sounds like. Cause I never want to listen to that song again. Um, but I don't know, like there's, I can hear a, a better version of this song. You know, if they actually got, you know, a YG like producer, you know what I mean? Um, someone who stanked it, uh, put a little stank, on, you know, in there, if that makes any sense. Um, yeah, a little bit of the good stank. Because it's it's trying so hard to be, you know, hip hop, right? It's trying so hard to be like this mood, this this like more. um I don't know, darker mood, I guess, but I don't really think the sound, like the sound really backs it up as much as I would wish it did. If that makes sense. Um, yeah, I get you, but it wasn't bad. I don't know. I, I, I think there are a lot of things. I think actually the music video weirdly got me on its side a little bit more. I don't know. Cause you said you really liked the video. Like what, what about the video? Do you, um, do you particularly like? Um, I think for me, it's like, it's just kind of aesthetic thing. Like I like watching music videos and just getting um, just kind of immersed in the visuals. I also thought that the concept was kind of cool that they did like a, like a regular XO versus like the demon XO. And they've kind of been running with that um, in their live performances. They did like two versions of the song, like one as them. And then one is like, they're like gussied up demon contacts and dyed hair exo so i think it's just kind of fun something new for them i think because they haven't really done anything like that yet is this like whole superpower thing like this long running exo thing didn't or is this new yeah no their superpowers was what uh they like debuted with like if you watch um i think their first music video was like this long drawn out thing about like the tree of life and everyone's got these superpowers and Kai's like transporting all over the place and doing um like they all have their designated superpower and they've kind of been incorporating that little by little you know still throughout all of their videos like mm -hmm. even in jopping um Kai like teleports in part of the um the video so they've been running with this for a while gotcha um I, I do think it's a little weird like this seems like a more of a Halloween themed release. You know what I mean? Um, yeah. A couple of weeks too late. Yeah. And, and I feel like this happens a lot in, in K-pop where it's like, it just keeps getting delayed and delayed and delayed. And suddenly it's like, why is there a Halloween thing in January? You know? Um, but I don't know. I, I actually normally don't like aesthetics like this. Um, but I think they had a, a good mix of dancing which is kind of important um, and a good mix of 
interesting. It wasn't just a mood bait. Like they actually did some superpower shit, which is actually kind of cool. You know what I mean? Um, and I don't know. I, I, I maybe I'm more positive on it now that I'm talking about it. I did want to point out too, in, in regards to the dancing, it's weird because maybe there's less people in the group now, but I felt like their choreography was more cohesive than it usually is. Uh, everyone just felt a little bit tighter. I don't know if that's just because like there's less people, less, you know, individuals kind of, because EXO's never been like the best uh, synchronicity wise, but I felt like this was actually pretty good for them. Yeah, I what I know... It's kind of crazy to me because I like blanked out a lot of EXO history in my mind. And I know there's a lot of Chinese members, right, that are gone and no longer here anymore. But seeing them as just six people, I was like, damn, like, didn't EXO used to be like 12 people? Um, does this include, so this does include the this Baekhyun. How many EXO members are in Super M? Just Baekhyun? Um, There's two. So Baekhyun and Kai are in Super M, right? Gotcha. But they are also in this as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Bakun is like the the one sword fighting with like the blonde hair. And then Kai is on the motorcycle um, in like the desert. Gotcha. Um, so are they coming back and performing all of this? Like, are they double dutying? Yeah, I mean, well, Super M, I think at the moment is pretty much done. Um, I They did a couple performances here and there, but... Um, They've all kind of switched back into doing their own things. Like the NCT guys are back with NCT. Taman's kind of doing his own thing again. Um, I think at Super M is just something that happens like every once in a while. Gotcha. I guess like the Avengers, I guess, as they kept saying, right? They just come together when they need to. When the call, when they sound the call, they're like, we got a banger of a song for <laughs> yeah, the like Avengers. Super M, assemble. Yeah. Voltron. Like yeah. Um, Okay, that, that's kind of interesting. I hope the, I hope these motherfuckers are getting paid a lot because that's a lot of it's a lot of work. Um, yeah, I don't even and know I, what EXO sound even is anymore, but I would not well, have guessed the thing, this. The thing too is, um, yeah, while the title track does kind of sound more like how we were saying, it kind of meshes with everything else. I think that the album in general is definitely very EXO. If you like, there's a couple songs that suck, uh, but if you start from if anybody's planning on listening to the album, if you start from Groove and just listen through the rest of it, it's very EXO. Like, it's very, like, kind of R&B, a little bit funky, and doesn't sound anything like this. Um, so I'm just kind of still perplexed on why they went with this as the title when the classic EXO sound is all over the album. I do wonder, yeah, like, if they're... I mean, I know for sure... Uh, SM's kind of like diluting their own brand. You know what I mean? Um, but that could be a good thing if they can, like, if this is the thing that sells, right? This kind of like hip hop, you know, kind of thing. Um, and they just make all their groups do it, right? Um, it's kind of diluting their dif differentiality, but like, if it keeps selling, it keeps selling, you know? Um, yeah, I heard, um, some people saying who were talking about it saying that like SM is trying to create a fan base that is more uh, company wide as opposed to like individual groups. Like they're trying to, you know, with marketing and everything and the super M obviously like they're trying to get people to stand SM as a brand, as opposed to like SM as individual groups. Gotcha. 
which I think is weird hmm. because generally, at least as far as I know, EXO fans, at least like we're stubborn and like most EXO fans don't want anything to do with NCT or like, um, I know uh, most of them are cool with like shiny and stuff, but I know, especially with NCT, like they fight each other all the time online. So I don't think it's working, but I, you know, do what you got to do, I guess. That just sounds like kind of like PR bullshit. Cause that that's like the fundamental opposite of how K-pop works, which is like, it's about the individual. It's about yeah. the members, right? It's like, it's kind of weird, but, um, all right. Well, thank you so much for bringing this in. Um, I do want to move on to another thing, but uh, do you have any uh, shout outs uh, since it's been a while? Gotcha, Galileo. Um, I just, well, one big shout out. I just want to shout out um, WJSN, the group, just for putting out three of the best girl group albums this year. Um, I haven't gotten to talk about them on the show yet, but I just want to make everyone aware that they should be listening to them because those albums are fire, especially the last. WJSN is Cosmic Girls, correct? Yeah, yeah. Okay, not there because there's another one, right? Like a GWSN or something that is kind of confusing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Gotcha. All right. Well, shout outs to uh, Cosmic Girls or WJSN, um, and shout outs to you for calling in. Um, Thank you. Shout out to Chad as well. I missed you guys so much. I'm having a blast being. Awesome. Uh, hopefully, we'll hear from you next week. Because next week, I am also going to, to stream uh, at 8 p.m. Central Time. So that's going to be Sunday, uh, December 8th at 8 p.m. Central Time. You can uh, watch live at uh, twitch.tv slash This Week in K-Pop. Uh, that could be you. You could be the caller. We could talk about anything that you want. Um, all right. Let's move on. You know, one day I'll have like sponsors to read or subscribers to read or, you know, followers, you know, follow, follow on Twitch if you haven't already. All right, let's move on to the next topic. Let's talk to somebody new. We're going to talk to Selfina. Selfina, I'm going to bring you in to the on-air chat and I just, hopefully it works. I know you're having some troubles earlier. Um, you just need to unmute it, hopefully. Maybe. It might not. Okay, it took oh. me a second. We did it. Hello. Hello. How are you doing today, Sophina? I'm doing pretty good. How about you? I'm doing okay, you know. Honestly, like this week's been kind of weird, but um, it's and I don't want to go to work tomorrow, you know what I mean? But it's good to Just be here same. with you. Yeah. Um, <laughs> where Where are you calling from? Calling from Michigan. Michigan. Okay. Uh, is it really cold right now? Honestly, it's not that bad. Oh, that's nice. It's more windy than anything. Uh. Okay. Well, that exhaust my knowing of anything about Michigan. Um, uh, what topic are you going to talk about uh, today? The thing I wanted to talk about today was Deja Vu by Dreamcatcher. Okay. Um, is this a new... It's, okay, it's kind of new. September 18th? Um, yeah, something like that. September. 
Gotcha. And I think you wrote in chat that um, to kind of piggyback off of the adios talk from last episode, right? Yeah. So before you watch this music video, there's kind of a controversy that happened on the show. So mm, Dreamcatcher went up against Everglow, but they lost by 11 points, <laughs> even though they got top uh, scores for the, the song. Let me see. I have to like look at the breakdown because of course I don't read Korean. They got the song and album points 100%. They got 5,000 points. Mm. And then for pre-voting, they got third. And then for, uh, let's see. And then for real-time voting, they had first. So they had overall 7850 and Everglow had 7861. Um, mm. But the reasoning from there was a, a Chinese insomnia that went to town and they basically calculated and said that we should have had second and overall views for Dreamcatcher. And I guess they got 0% for the expert score for the oh. show's like music crew. And uh, based on the, the podcast listener, because uh, that's how I do, um, when you guys were talking about Everglow last week, it was pretty much like, eh, why is this such a high rank on the the expert charts? Because it wasn't well received. Got it, it. What I understood. Yes, it it was generally not uh, well received last week, at least uh, for our listeners. Um, okay, uh, I do of course want to talk about that, but let's um watch the video first, and then we can uh, dig into this controversy. I guess. Um, Sounds great. All right. Here we go.
Dreamcatcher with Deja Vu. Uh, Selfina, is this a stan or a sting? I think I already know, but uh, tell the audience. Yeah, definitely 100% stan. Uh, awesome. Uh, it seems uh, the chat is right there with you with eight stands and zero stanks. Um, are you a big Dreamcatcher fan? It seems like you are um, in general. Yeah, you and uh, Josh actually got me into them. I've been listening since 2014 or so to the podcast. And uh, yeah, you got me into G-Friend and Red Velvet and Oh My Girl, Dreamcatcher, a bunch of girls groups that heard their debut through you. Interesting. Well, number one, thank you for, for listening. I mean, freaking all the way back to 2014. That's kind of insane. Um, was that like with Kelvin or that, that might be another Kelvin person. Um, or maybe not with Kelvin. No, I think it was still Josh. Oh, well, sorry, Kelvin. For for happiness. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) uh, no, that makes, that's totally fine. Um, well, that's really interesting because I actually don't think we've ever liked a Dreamcatcher song or we probably didn't really talk about them that much. Um, but like, what about Dreamcatcher? Um, do you like are you like a kind of a k-rock or a j-rock person as well or is this your first kind of foray into that uh i would say i used to like j-rock a lot i can't say that i listen to it a whole lot now but still appreciate gotcha um so this is kind of like right in your wheelhouse of girl group and rock right yeah and i just like the the darker concepts the the nightmare style concept. So with this particular concept, it's like a betrayal or an imagined betrayal. So like the queen thinks she's being betrayed, but it's really just her mind betraying her thinking that this person's going to usurp her in like the music. Oh, okay. That makes a little bit more sense. I was a little like, uh, Yeah, (laughs) I guess the, the game that this is like, related to is called king's raid and i think it's a korean game could be japanese could be wrong i don't play it that's a mobile game and i guess it's about the son of a king who is crazy and he needs to be the good guy and take out his bad king's father but then he ends up turning bad i think synopsis that i read somewhere i mean this is the perfect kind of you know anime slash phone game slash commercial kind of you know song especially that lead up into the chorus you know 
Um, yeah. Okay. Uh, honestly, I think this is the best Dreamcatcher song I've ever heard. I have heard this song before because I think my sister, it's like on one of my sister's playlists. Um, and I was always like, ooh, like, that's actually not bad. I'm, I'm kind of okay with that. Um, I love, 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 love that there's no rap because there, there was a chance. Like when that girl who has a really low voice, like that would have been a rap in any other song, you know? Yeah, um, no, you're not wrong. <laughs> she is the, the rapper, Dami. Uh, but she does sing really well. Yeah, I was surprised. I was like, I can hear. I, I was like, now you even got a rap voice, girl, or quote unquote K-pop rap voice. Um, uh, I'm really happy that she didn't. Um, I, I do think the chat was saying this as well, but it's kind of just all about this wait for the chorus, right? Wait for the, the rock to start. And yeah, agreed. I, I think there's a, this could have been boring. Like the, the verses could have been boring, but they're, they're not that bad. Like, um, not as boring as, as it could have been, which is really nice. I don't know if that's because their voices are pretty good or, um, in addition to, they kind of do a little bit of catchiness with, with how uh, the verses go, but, um, it's kind of all about that, that chorus. I'm a little, I mean, I think it's an unfair expectation, but like, I kind of wish there was more rocking. <laughs> like, I kind of wish there was a badass guitar solo somewhere in the second kind of go through. Um, yeah, and that never for happened. That, I would recommend more the song you and I, Mm. Uh, that is definitely one of their more lead title track type things where it's really hard and it's pretty hard the majority of the track. Okay. This is definitely like trying to appeal to the, the ballad, like we're going into fall, we're getting sad because summer's gone, freaking out because people are like betraying us left and right. <laughs> you know? Yeah. I'm kind of shocked that the Korean public rejected the song, specifically like the expert person yeah it i mean as we all know uh nowadays that any voting thing is like now like like if you didn't already suspect bullshit before um like i love korea right live there for four years um but like korea has the biggest fucking corruption problem with anything involving anything you know and it's like it, yeah. it's all coming out now but even in like tangent scenes like i'm really big in the league of legends scene and like even the korean league of legends scene is just full of just terrible terrible shit and it's like That's damn Korea. um so i mean i can kind of understand why um the general korean public may not like this because uh i mean living there they're koreans love anime you know, there's a lot of Koreans that really love anime, and I know they really like J-Rock. Um, and maybe we said this, or maybe not, but, like, in theory, this group could have been the the bridge, right? It could have been the uh, J-pop bridge into K-pop, if that makes any sense, right? Um, yeah, yeah. And I think they always kind of struggle, but, like, I actually really like that it's a half-ballad, half-rock song. Um, I actually think that makes the the rock part hit even harder which i really like um i i guess i kind of just wish i because i the only um j-rock i really listen to is like baby metal will sometimes be on my playlist and show up and like 
baby metals band is like fucking insane you know <laughs> like uh, the song, like the music video it really cues to moi de moi because mana the the bassist from mouse miser that's his band mm. he's all about blue roses and that's all i got from that casket Oh. Or like the the coffin, mm. and then when they're throwing the rose, and then it's like fire. I just imagine all this J rock from like yeah. back in the day, like mid two thousands. Gotcha. Um, interesting. Um, all right. Well, to kind of quickly go over the controversy, so I uh, just to reiterate. Um, so it, in every category, Deja Vu shit was ahead, right? And it was just this quote unquote expert score yeah based on what uh a chinese insomnia put together like this huge thing on twitter there's like a infographic and it was all broken down and dreamcatcher was second in views for music video views but besides that they were leading in every other category and they mm. lost mysteriously by 11 points yikes um and to adios of all of all songs right and so I kind of get it because uh, Everglow has been up and coming and they're, they're riding that, uh, what was it, like dank black rose <laughs> vibe, whatever yeah. it was from last time. <laughs> I don't know what I said, but yeah, just budget, budget back, uh, not black pink, but just like charcoal, Char- charcoal, charcoal rose. salmon, yes, yeah, charcoal right. rose. Yeah. Kind of like this jacket I'm wearing. Um, yeah, nice. I and I did put Adios on my playlist, and I was like, man, this is just not that good. <laughs> I don't know what I'm doing. Uh, <laughs> but here's the thing. If I was the expert, which I am in many things in life, okay, and uh, I, I for sure, this Deja Vu song is, is much better, 100%. Um, kind of well, sad. I'm that- glad I'm... And got some sort of validation from the great Steven. And, you know, I'm worth a million points, just me. So tell that to the Chinese Insomnias. Is that what the fandom name is? The Chinese Insomnia, yeah. Insomnia is the group name for the Dreamcatcher. Gotcha. Yes. Um, Let them know that I... (laughs) that i'm down with it and you know that's all that they need you know that's all i'm sure that's all dreamcatcher needs is my approval so um, hello perfect yeah um but uh all right well thanks uh for bringing uh dreamcatcher kind of back into my life right um uh, i guess we're going full circle here with the dreamcatcher love uh do you have any shout outs that you'd like to give yes i wanted to shout out my friend kelly because she's going to go see Dreamcatcher with me on my birthday on December 8th so I won't be here for the next show oh well maybe um, after that we can hear about it and see and you can talk about how the show went um, yeah that sounds good I'll definitely call back uh, in a couple weeks but just quick shout out about the tour uh, there's a performance in Los Angeles December 6th a performance in Chicago December 8th a performance in Dallas, December 11th, performance in Orlando, December 13th, and a performance in Jersey City, December 15th. But that one's completely sold out right now. Gotcha. Hey, I live in Dallas. But would I go to a Dreamcatcher show? Totally go 
you should just go support the girl groups because you never know. I my philosophy is if there's a K-pop group in town, just go. <laughs> Especially the girl groups because like they never come. Yeah, I mean, I I had a not an argument, but like a, a kind of a, just a, a fight within me, which is like, a it's like kind of overpriced to see them in America, but b I totally get what you're saying, which is like we should support them because they may not come, you know. Um, but maybe I don't know. The problem is I don't have anyone to really go with, you know. Like I would just go by myself, and I I I don't do anything by myself. Uh, because I'm so like self-conscious about stuff, you know. Yeah, your sister. Your sister lives with you. Uh, well, technically, I live with my sister because this is her house. Because I'm a failure. But uh, oh no. <laughs> <laughs> um, but you know, maybe maybe I'll ask her. I don't know. Because uh, they're playing at Southside Music Hall, December 11th at 8 p.m. And the cheaper tickets right now are $79 before tax. Those are the cheaper tickets. Okay. Yeah, um, just like go, 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 please. <laughs> uh, uh, all right. I, I've, I, I, I see it right here. It's actually really close to my workplace. Um, but uh, okay, you know, maybe. I, here's the thing. I really wanted to go. Jay Park came, uh, like a week ago or two weeks oh. ago, and I was so close to just going to a Jay Park concert, um, by myself. But I was like, I just can't do it. I, I just can't do it. But. Man, I love me some Jay Park songs. Um, so yeah, if I'm not seeing Jay Park, I yeah, if I'm not seeing Jay Park, I don't know if Dreamcatcher with their one song has got me has got me uh, committed. But I will check it out. It's all um, about the live dance though with Dreamcatcher. It's all choreo. They're really good at covers, so you're probably gonna hear some American song covers. Maybe they'll do like a baby metal. I don't know. I don't know. I, I'm sure I can find their set list right online definitely they just did a whole european tour like mm. they've been busy <laughs> they're just not getting recognized in korea unfortunately yeah they did uh asia tour australia new zealand uh europe twice Damn. and now they're finally coming to america <laughs> oh and they did uh like latin america before too i think gotcha i mean that honestly that like seems to be the key to success nowadays which is like just fuck korea like Korea already has like their top three, you know, boy groups and girl groups and just everybody else is just spreading out, you know? Um, but hopefully it works for them. Hopefully they're still making enough money to be, to be doing this. Um, but uh, yeah, it's actually a really oh. gross. Just one last thing. Sorry to hug. Yeah. No, no. Uh, on the, I think it's uh, my music chase. They're doing some crazy uh, fundraising thing for their second photo book and they're almost at 700 percent the goal damn all right uh what did you say it was to fund their photo book is that what you said yeah so they're having uh, a, a second photo book i joined the first one i don't know if i'll make the second one but yeah they are like over $180,000 or something in funding and they yeah. only needed like 30 or whatever <laughs> initials. That's kind of crazy. Um, yeah. Uh, well, good on Dreamcatcher and I guess really good on you for supporting them um, so much and also supporting me and Josh uh, for so many years. Yes. Thank you for having me on the show and I hope to come back in the future. Yeah, and uh, good luck at the show.
Um, Thank you. I'll keep listening from the podcast till then. All right. <laughs> Thank you. Um, goodbye. Goodbye. All right. Thank you, Selfina. Hope I'm saying your um your name correctly. Um, I know the chat is kind of talking about going things to. Here's the thing. I think full props to people who can go do things by themselves. Like, I just can't do that. You know, like I feel so self-conscious about it. Like I, I can't, I don't even like eating by myself. I don't like going to watch a movie by myself um, because I kind of like do all those things to like talk about it with somebody, you know, um, same with concerts, you know, any kind of experience. I'm like, I want to talk to somebody about it. And I guess with a concert, I have y'all for that. But like for other things, I just kind of like, don't like to do it by myself. Um, I know I need to get over that. Um, I need to get over a lot of things. Uh, as uh, certain 22 year olds told me this, this week. Um, anyways, let's move on. If you uh, weren't part of the pre-show, you're not going to understand that weird tangent. Let's bring in somebody else. Um, Let's bring in Lemon Droppity. Lemon, it is your time to shine again. Here we go. Hello. Hello. How are you doing? How are you doing? Good. Uh, we're like literally talking in the chat about like how we're all going to try to plan to go see ATs. <laughs> Ooh. Um, oh, I see that. You know, do it. Uh, if I could, I'm supporting, I don't know how, but just this ATs carpool. Yeah, well, uh, because I th I'm pretty sure Granger lives in South Carolina, and then I live in, in like Virginia. So if we were like just to like go to like New York, for example, we could just go. How far is that? I my geography is real bad, but like I guess that's all pretty close, right? Wait, so we're South Carolina? Yeah, it's like that's at least far. six hours. I'd say oh, six hours. You can't even get out of Texas in six hours. Like that's pretty close, you know, <laughs> like, or maybe okay. Texas is too big. Hey, Hey, the moose Jesus. Are you going to join us? Oh, to go see we could get a, a this week in K-pop. So, like, Just like basically everyone meets up for like a uh, next K-Con. <laughs> I, I mean, if there's anything good that comes from this podcast, hopefully it would be friends for y'all, you know? <laughs> I mean, and, and for you, because you, because you're really excited to go see ATs with us, right? Uh, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Let me check my schedule real quick. Um, as, uh, as, I mean, I think Itzy's also having a uh, tour, and I think and I don't know about Texas, but I know they're going to like DC, like at the end of January. So I'm wanting to go to that. Here's the thing. I, I, I was just talking to my sister about this because I was in relation to the concert thing. I, I, I don't know. Like, I feel like I went to those concerts in Korea, like, you know, big bang and twice and girls generation. And like, I just don't know if I can, do it again in America, but like twice to three times as expensive. Uh, I, 
I don't know. I, I feel like I lost a lot of love as well, you know, for certain groups to like be super like, like if twice comes and they're in Dallas, I don't even know if I would buy tickets, you know, that's kind of sad, but like, maybe it's just me. Maybe I'm the party, I'm pooper. the party pooper. I think that's like fair to be fair, <laughs> to be fair. <laughs> but like, it's kind of like, I really regret like not being able to see big bang when I could have when I when everything seemed to be okay with them and uh but I think like I guess like for example um just like how I kind of have a soft spot for like BTS I would love to see them again but they aren't really my priority anymore and Mm. I guess just for you it's more so seeing k-pop isn't as much of a priority for you anymore yeah i i I don't know what it is it's like i think i told josh uh, when we were deciding on on getting tickets uh, together it was like we need to be as close as humanly possible so that we're not watching a screen because if we're watching a screen or we need to watch like some tiny like little thing like it's just not worth it to me you know um so i want to be like right up there and at least in korea like being right up there was like a hundred dollars if you were lucky if you got tickets right away and like here if you want to be up there it's like pretty damn it's expensive like, like 200 yeah. <laughs> yeah and like that doesn't even come with a lot of i guess the like well depending on like stuff like if you wanted like high touch it could be uh, upwards of like three of like 300 and, and like, that's like what like a high five yeah but it would be nice to high five. I, I, I will always remember how I, how I um have high fived eighties and twice, and that is the the like highlight of my entire life. I would probably shit myself. Like I, I get so nervous around stuff like that. Um, I think I've talked about this before, but like my friend ran in a like an Asian kind of inspiration event, and we didn't have K-pop stars there, but we had like uh like YouTube stars, right? Like people that are semi-famous uh, of Asian descent that were there, and they were all doing their kind of like version of high touch, you know, um, where uh, you yeah, kind of yeah. walk by, you talk to them, and like. I I got to do it for, I could have just done it for free because my friend runs the event, but like, I just panicked so hardcore. I had such huge anxiety. I was like, I was like, I don't know how to, how to talk to these people or like, what if I only want to see three of them? But there was like, you had to go down the line, you know, and you had to kind of like (laughs) shake hands with all of them. Like, um, I think it's interesting because, um, I was seeing in the chat that the Moose Jesus was saying 17's V, uh, VIP was almost like $500, they like think. And I'm just thinking some K-pop, I guess, events also do this really bad thing, I guess, where it's like they separate tiers for if you want to high touch the group or if you want to take a picture with them. Mm. So sometimes people will get two tickets so that they can get a picture with them and high touch them. Ooh, that's kind of so, like, sucky. So like that like ends up adding up and and like I'm just kind of like that's so much money. If you had just saved up, you could probably see them in Korea like for much less. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um 
But honestly, like I understand that, like especially living in America or just not Korea, it's like you never know if this group is ever going to come back, right? Like this might be your only chance to see this group ever, and, and I totally get that. Like uh, I guess I just don't have that drive because, uh, at least for the groups that I was interested in, I already did it, you know. Um, but I will forever be grateful that. I saw them and like, I, you know, I was like two arms reach away from like half the twice members, which is amazing. Yeah. And, um, yeah. That's like, that's like always just so good. Kind of just like kind of memories. But yeah. yes. Um, yeah. So my topic <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, is uh, JYP's new song Fever uh, featuring BB and Super B. Ooh, oh, do you think he planned for the BB and the Super B? Do you think he was like, find yeah, all the I Bs? Think he, like, uh, I think he uh, listens to the uh, podcast and then was just waiting to see like who we wanted to kind of like, like. <laughs> Honestly, this is, I don't even know what this will be with freaking JYP and Super B and BB. This, all right, this could be weird. <laughs> yeah. Um, all right, so let's listen to this. It's uh, JYP's Fever. This ah. grown man egg, yeah. The parasite lady. This is just a weird face to be making to uh, food. such a thirsty old man
my wrist, baby, I want more. Keep it on my lips, baby, like my ma. Ponja button lipstick, yeah, dot dot the gong, good, but on I'm gonna all the mark. And I'm ooh, uh to and you hit me, hit my digger, and I'm ooh, hot, 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 Shout outs to his wife who has to. Is he married? Maybe he's not, but shout outs to her to have to deal with this. I, I thought he was married, I just don't know. I don't Is really it, know much about his, like, I guess, personal life now. Do you. Th Maybe he's married to her. He's, <laughs> he's probably not. He's probably not. I mean, that would have been convenient, I think. <laughs> I mean, if you're going to just do a whole sexy, you know, thirst experiment, it's like, maybe with your wife, you know, go like, on. <laughs> I think this is like, because you were saying she was a, little, a lot more like age appropriate for like being next to him. I think it's almost like not as funny as like the like, who's your mama song, mm. despite like I guess it being more better this way, I, it's <laughs> JYP always has the fun songs, which I really like, and I think it's funny how this is like the fourth week in a row, basically, that I talk about a like solo male artist. Just that's a kind of strange song. <laughs> That is for sure. So I'm assuming, of course, this is a stand for you. Um, and the chat seems a little, a little half and half. Three stanks and five stands. That's still a lot of stands. Um, yeah. Um, I don't think this is going to last as long as some of the other songs that I like. But because it came out recently. So mm. I think it's like still pretty high on my re like listen kind of like ability but i think the highlight of the song is like definitely when like the two kind of just like go into that like really high tempo dance part i mm. guess of it whereas the others i'm kind of like oh okay and i think super b's uh rap like i think when like they're both out on like their like decks or like whatever the like little uh balconies Mm. Um, it fit pretty well, and then I think BB's rap. I'm assuming 
that's the order or like whatever and like the Mm -hmm. elevator just kind of seemed to split the song in two for me and i was like oh i guess (laughs) interesting um, I'm trying to look up how old Super B is because I, I think it's real weird to me that the two thirstiest verses, which is the Super B part and the, the BB part was like, hella like sexy town. Like, no, B, yeah. like uh, she's, like 21 she's 21 and Super B can't be that much older. Uh, I know. I know Super B was on show me the money. I don't know which seasons. I think. Yeah, I think he. Yeah. I, I think he was on multiple seasons. I think he was on seven and uh, and an earlier one. But I don't know which one. Yeah, and he's. I. I mean, I'm pretty sure he's like sub twenty five at least. But like, it's just so weird to me that like he brought in these like young guns to be like, all right, do that thirst first. All right, you guys handle that. Uh, I'm gonna be <laughs> creepy generally, creepy but, generally but you guys yeah, get the thirst. Yeah. Um. Okay. I. For me personally, this is an absolutely terrible, terrible fucking song, and I never want to listen to it ever again. Um, I was half expecting your response to be that. And the thing is, is like I kind of enjoy Who's Your Mama, and I do actually kind of enjoy Fire as well. Um, I, I think this is like the most uninspired version of this song. Like he just keeps remaking the same song in my in my mind. Like it has the same. It has the same feeling it has the same like genre it has the same like thirst energy you know like big thirst energy um and this one was just like and he's always been like a whisper singer you know like like this felt a lot like everything that i hate about sing talk sing talk singing yeah i wish like the song I think I would have liked it a lot more if it almost went like more one with like better sing with like I guess like a better kind of like melody through line, but like yeah. also kind of more like more stink, kind of like more emphasis on I guess the like dancey bits, I guess. Yeah, and at least for me, like I don't even think the chorus is like not catchy. It's not anything to me. Like like I think the music video does elevate this a lot just because it is such a weird music video. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, but even with the music video, I don't want to watch it because he's just kind of a creepy looking dude to me sometimes. Um, yeah. Um, what do you think about JYP's hair in this? You know, this is like one of those things where I, I was just talking to my friends about this at Friendsgiving, which is like some of my friends have had the same haircut for 20 years. You know, like they picked a haircut and they stayed with that haircut for 20 years. They, they Thankfully, they didn't pick a terrible haircut, right? They just picked kind of generic Asian haircut. But I'm always yeah, like, yeah. times have changed, you know, like change up your haircut you know maybe you'll find a better one that that works better for your face you know like i do it all the time because it's the easiest thing to change by yourself that doesn't require a lot of work <laughs> yeah. um and jyp is one of those guys which a lot of celebrities are like this which is like whatever they found like a haircut that they liked and they just stuck with it they just stuck with it and it is definitely past your prime jyp like it's step like you can see kind of the balding spots, you know, you can kind of see like, 
yeah it's just um the thinning you know it's like the thinning of the hair and that hairstyle just i feel like just doesn't work but because like because like when i think of his like i guess like similar hair in like previous mvs i guess it didn't as much stick out to me as it did in this one probably i'm not really sure why it, it like stuck out to me so much more in like this mv because it also looked like i think uh jackson's haircut in like got seven's like stop stop it and that was a, a uh travesty gotcha at least and i it, like, can see that like that do you think he ordered he ordered jackson to to use his haircut uh for once uh, <laughs> maybe it was punishment maybe jackson didn't do something right lost the bet and he had to do it and i mean i'm pretty sure stop stop it was the uh punishment in in general oh rough rough um i don't know like i'm switching back to the 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 music video and it's a little bit hard to see at least for me but like it's just he has this thing where like certain fluffs are long right but it's like it's just certain fluffs it's just like a long and then long and then long and i don't know it's just it's <laughs> yeah just, it's kind of like i feel like his hair wouldn't be as i guess at least noticeable that it's bad if it was just properly like even i guess you know yeah yeah but for me in the long run like i don't really care about his hair like he 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 can pull it off if he really 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 commits himself to it and he kind of does you know he does have the energy of somebody who walks down the street and thinks he's the fucking shit and he he that's how he makes these songs i feel um literally yeah yeah i kind of wish or i kind of feel like i should have watched it with subtitles because i feel like a song like like a funny song like this right it it is more about the the lyrics than it is the uh actual song um but i don't know i i just it's just such a weird genre of song that like kind of only he's doing right (laughs) which is this like jokey thirst song yeah like i kind of wish that like there's been like i guess just more just kind of like not take yourself so seriously especially with with a lot of the with not only a lot of groups kind of going more like hard or just kind of like girl crush like intense Mm. i just miss it being just funny or like really fun right like i just missed that <laughs> you know i kind of do i mean in the similar vein of like the sigh you know like the big sigh songs but like those songs at least i still want to listen to and like bang out you know uh at least this song is just not my but that this genre of that he's kind of obsessed with in general despite me loving the wonder girls and stuff it's like that's not my genre. You know, I really just don't like this kind of like jazzy kind of like, you know, I don't know what words to describe it as. Um, it's just kind of not my thing. Um, I did really like how, how like at the very beginning it seemed like JYP was like basically making the like, uh, music for, uh, twice's, um, uh, feel, feel special, special or like whatever yeah did he I produce was like, that song oh that song good <laughs> yes <laughs> i actually have only heard this feel special song once and so i didn't it's even recognize it like until you 
Oh no, I did not like it. No, no, absolutely not. <laughs> um, I. Oh, he did produce it. Okay. Yeah, yeah, because like I, I definitely liked feel special for like what it was, but I'm waiting for <laughs> when twice come back to kind of like have that more recognizable bop, like like fancy or like something like that. <laughs> I mean, there's only one way, and that's you get Black Eyed Pilsen back. But I don't know what that motherfucker. I don't know what they've been doing because uh, I guess fancy. Yeah. Oh, okay. No, that, I know what he's been doing. He's been doing the songs that I loved in the earlier 2019, and then did nothing else. Like, <laughs> gotta go. A Pink's Ung Ung, twice as fancy. They they end up becoming brave sound, and then just like become terrible. <laughs> I honestly, I think they're maybe they're doing it on purpose. Like they don't do that many songs a year, you know. Like they only did four in 2018. They only did five in 2017. Like I, I think mean, that's actually kind of smart. Out, yeah, I'd rather n- it not burn out. Apparently, they did this song by this person named Ruan called Beep Beep. I don't. Is this a Japanese singer? Oh, it's a Japanese singer. Oh, but, so I guess they're really stretching out yeah oh it's her korean debut is beep beep this girl is 16 years old wait i want to look at i want to listen to this song all right <laughs> let's just you know just change it a little bit i'm just gonna listen to this random ruan song called beep beep just because black eyed pill song made it you know we can all watch this together if anyone's heard of it Is this muted? Oh, it's fine. It's my bad, guys. It was muted the whole time. <laughs> oh, I, I hear that black eye pill sickness in it already. This song is already better than half the girl songs I've heard. I feel like the mix is kind of weird here, but... Pretend it never happened. Pretend it never happened. I don't think this is the best mix. I think it'll probably sound better in life, but like. 
there's so many like things in the background. Ooh, I like that. Just like the best song I've heard in a while. What is (laughs) literally same? I was I was just like reading through chat as like it was going on, and like I was like, this is this is what I wanted. There were definitely some things that I think could have been improved. Like I think like I think you were saying that there's like some like random noises that shouldn't really be there. I I feel like the mix of this song is really bad. or at least the audio quality of it seems kind of bad where like it's just much lower than than it is but like can her voice be better absolutely um can uh, uh i guess the outfit choices or whatever be better absolutely but like thinking of this girl who is 15 or sorry 16 right uh and japanese right right yeah yeah like this is a better solo debut than most season K-pop people fucking do. You know what I mean? Like this is not a, not only a better song, but like, I actually, uh, kind of enjoyed her dancing. Like she has a very fluidity to her dancing. It may not be the crispest, but right. Right. No, go ahead. Like, like, um, I think what I really liked, uh, uh, a lot with like the dancing is that her outfit was just cute. Yeah. (laughs) Please give Cute girls, cute outfits. That's all I ask. It's kind of weird, though. She goes from, like, kind of, like, form-fitting short skirt to, like, little girl uh, beret. (laughs) You know? Yeah, that was a bit interesting choice. But, I mean, at least she is still young. So it's not like they're, like, basically pulling a, like, red velvet where they're, like, grown woman, like. Right. Grown women kind of like looking like little girls. But then there's rap break version of her with like giant midriff showing. No, no, no. That didn't happen. I, I, we don't talk about that. We don't talk about that. But like, but then you have this like image of like this ending image of 
her this outfit is kind of like uh-huh, she is only 15 16 plus this creepy dude like okay i mean whatever um i don't know either way though i'm just saying um it's I, I thought that like, was amazing what are they trying to go for are they trying to go yeah. for everything or like yeah but but for a, a girl i think she pulled it off very like one of the hardest things in k-pop which is to be a female singer and kind of feel like you pulled it off i think she did great not perfect i don't know who the fuck this is but this is the song for me y'all this is this is this is this is my jam i'm gonna listen to it a bunch and we'll see what's going on yes uh thank you for i guess bringing that up you know that's black eyed pilsner which is weird because i don't like everything that they do um but but this was such a breath of fresh air after a lot of songs that we've had to go through and i'm like thank you just give me a light and fun that's all i want <laughs> yeah oh i clicked the wrong button yeah light and fun for the most part um and then uh uh yeah uh but that, uh, but that. <laughs> um i know there's this like one haze mv that like i think uh it's like basically uh, where like she's like versus a like teddy bear boyfriend or like whatever mm. so i guess this i guess this was like a prequel to that <laughs> interesting it, it, this was by digipetty so i'm sure that other one was also like digipetty um in a way that would but, make sense. yeah um yeah okay thank you yeah oh and it was choreographed by leah kim as well interesting oh shit well they're how have <laughs> I not get on this people come on ruan beep beep you know this mv only had a 372k like come on come on let's get on this let's get on this get all the fandoms all right let's get on this um but uh thank you so much for calling in lemon um any shout outs as well Uh, basically shout outs to how active the chat was today because it's Everyone's like voting, everyone's talking, and we got some new callers and welcome. And it and it it has been fun. People should really join in on like the live show. Even if you can't call in, join in, in on the chat because we we started talking about like a lot of stuff and that was a lot of fun. Yeah, yeah. I if, I don't know, maybe it is the eight PM difference, but it definitely feels very different, uh, this episode. So uh Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um I think it was really cool because I, I know at one point we had like 20 live watchers i know we we did it we're almost there we're almost at ten thousand. you know <laughs> so close um just kidding at a time yeah um but uh, all right uh well thank you again and uh hopefully we'll hear from you uh sometime soon heck yeah okay bye 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 all right, thank you, Lemon, as always, for everything that you do. Um, man, I'm just so thrown off by this Ruan thing. But um, all right, let us move on to the next. We have two more. I might have to power through a little bit here. Um, but Vagranesque, I know that you said your internet was being real, as you put it, real Australian right now. I don't know why I did that, but... I'm going to try to bring you in and we'll see how it goes.
Fagrin-esque. Hello, hello, hello. Hello. Is your uh, internet doing better? Well, I, if you had called me an hour ago, it was at like two, three megabits down and up. Um, now I'm back up to 30, which is still terrible, but uh, it's good. I can do this. You let me know if it's getting delayed and weird. Okay, I will do. Um, I have heard the Australian internet in general is really poopy. Um, is that true? Like 30, see, it seems pretty bad, even for like perfect. Yeah, that's like our upgrade. That's the version of our upgrade. I'm not going to get political. It's very political, so I'm not going to go there. Gotcha. And I, you know, it's whatever. Um, nothing will beat Korea when I was there, where you get like, it's like $15 and you get like a gigabit. And it's like, what the fuck, Korea? Um, yeah, I remember playing League of Legends with uh, my sister's boyfriend at the time. Um, who I had just met, and it was like the game was reading my movements. Yeah, it's kind of crazy. It's kind of crazy to go from that to to, to back here down to uh, normal America slash Australia, I guess. But uh, Vagrant ask, what's your topic for this episode? Well, it's good to be back. Last one I was on was the last one Gachi was on, but I'm going to talk about this Billboard Top 100 K-pop songs of the decade, if you call yeah let me find that real quick it's this uh 100 best k-pop songs of the 2010s staff list correct correct all right and i know i looked at a little bit of this but uh like what's your take on this you know what's what's your take here well it's just because you someone brought it up in the chat I forget, I think it was like Jurgen or it could have been um, Bladed Warrior. One of those um, brought it up in the chat and someone was talking about uh, lists in general, which are very, very close to my heart because that's kind of how I got into K-pop was because of um, well, a number of factors. But there was this guy, the IGN podcaster, he did um, Podcast Beyond, uh, a guy named Ryan Clements, um, and he was uh, just a mad so on, um, like a GG fan. And... Um, you know, they would talk about on that podcast, like lists and all the time and IGN, biggest gaming website in the world and mm -hmm. people complaining about, you know, what's the idea of an objective list and how it is actually impossible. And then you literally said, yeah, is it really possible to do an objective list? Um, and, you know, I've got a blog where I write like 10 countdowns at the end of every year, which I've just started writing today. Um, and it's, it's just, you can't, you can't do it. No, I, I, I think, um, Oh, A, number one, I totally get why people write lists, right? It's like the easiest clickbait of all time and people are going to, mm -hmm. and actually the more um, wrong it is, quote unquote, the more traction it gets, right? The more views, the more clicks, the more people talk about it. Um, so there are like certain websites that kind of have this like, and it, it could be their actual list, but I feel like sometimes websites make lists just to be a little contra controversial, you know? Um, no, I, f I feel it. I feel it. But um, Billboard is kind of has weirdly ended up being like the the de facto kind of American, most official American voice for K-pop hmm. because, you know, they have their own K-pop charts and blah, blah, blah. So and I was just reading through, I was skimming through a little bit and it looks like it's like, you know, four or five different people like writing the list, which is even harder because then you have to get in a room and like yell at, about it and what's what deserves to be higher than the other thing, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. I wonder how they did it, if they did it like a point system or if they did do it like five people in a room and they just like battle it out with like sticky notes three you know like to see what would be the top hundred um what is your take though on 
their list on the billboard list or should i read the list out okay, first so, or at least the top 10 um well we could yeah i was i was gonna focus sort of on the top 20 and stuff i i did read through the whole hundred just like quickly um but i don't know like it's a lot there's a lot of stuff in there a lot of the newer stuff is under the top 20. um but yeah it's about like they don't say it at the start but when when i'm writing a list or you know the, the list that i like are the ones that start with okay this is why we are doing this list and this is the angle we are going in with so for me this is about uh like they've gone with something like a representative kind of list like particularly in the top 20 and then the top 10 you, you look at the way they wrote up the entries and it's all about okay this represents a time in k-pop like i think mm. somewhere in there like um girls days expectation is there and for me that's like okay that was like the one that brought in like that sexy concept for a year where everyone was like really trashy and kind of thing and then that sort of went back and stuff but that that, that was influential kind of thing that's an influential song um and you know we look at straight up number one like people said in the chat it's it's i use good day um and to me that's like yeah that's because i use probably maybe the most arguably consistent but also while changing up her style throughout the whole decade so like you know it's almost like the number one has to be like you have to be able to defend it better than anything else on the list mm -hmm. and they they're going with like a representative representative kind of thing that's why how i read it anyway yeah so i'm just kind of perusing through this but i it feels like i totally uh get what you're saying like i feel like instead of the top 100 k-pop songs it should be the top 100 k-pop moments you know what i mean like or, or yeah, situations yeah, yeah, yeah. which doesn't sound as nice um because yeah, yeah. it never does it never does yeah, uh, like putting IU's Good Day at number one, it it does seem to be more about IU rather than Good Day itself. You know what I mean? Or at least this is the start yeah, that yeah. led her down her major, major path. Um, yeah, I don't know if she did like stuff before or what, but like it is a good song. Like I remember, you know, hearing Good Day really early. I got into K-pop around 2012, so it was two years after, but they were playing it on like the, the shows and whatnot that I was into. Yeah. Um, and it's a good song. Um, like I use probably, you know, like I like a lot of her later stuff, um, as she sort of grew into it and all that, but yeah. Um, yeah, it makes sense. Yeah. A moments list that you can't write K-pop moments though. Like that's like, you're right. You're right. Yeah. But I do like, as you said, that it does seem like these people, a no K-pop and B have been listening to K-pop for a long time. Because if you get if you were to ask any K-pop fan of the last three or four years to name their top a hundred, even if it was the top hundred songs of the decade, like there's no way this many like old ass motherfucking songs are gonna be on there. You know what I mean? Yeah, no, hundred percent. Yeah. And it's it's music. Uh, not only is music um, you know, super subjective, you know, arguably more subjective than like games or movies or all that stuff. No. Uh, it's so personal to each person. But it's also like, you know, the more you repeat something, you know, you're probably going to get over it. So it's a good. Yeah. Um, I do think, though, that like the easy way to make this list slightly different is to instead of calling it the best K-pop songs is to call it most influential K-pop songs or most. I'm sure there's another adjective rather than best. You know what I mean? I think best. Yeah. Is hard. Um, unless it's like our list, when we make our list, it's like, this is my best. It's probably very different than your best. You know what I mean? Um, and I'm sure that it is kind of, I don't know if they wrote that in the very top to, to be very clear of like, this is our list. This is what we think you probably think differently, but it doesn't really see, seem like that. They don't, they don't put any of that pref that 
maybe they don't have to. I don't know. I'm kind of going back on myself, you know, maybe. Yeah, no, they don't say that. But also I think it's because they've ended up in that position of being like the de facto, like American mouthpiece for K-pop. You know, they feel like, okay, well, this is, you know, you should accept this, you know, I don't know. Uh, Yeah, I would prefer it like you. I would prefer if they said, okay, this is our list, blah, blah, blah. This is the reason, this was the, um, uh, the design document we had going into this, you know, these, these are the blue, this is the blueprint. Uh, but they didn't, uh, it's kind of like you're supposed to, I guess, assume it, but it does lead, lead to more controversy, which I mean, you know, does mean more clicks as well. But yeah, yeah, I mean, I agree with what it looks like they've done. And if you read through the, the, um, cause there's a lot of writing on it. There's like paragraphs on each one. Um, yeah. did they have like a it, one it group? A- Sorry to interrupt. Sorry. Um, did they have like a one group per song thing? rule or no or? no no bts is in there at least twice maybe more um just from skimming gotcha gotcha um honestly i'm surprised that bts is not higher on this list what, like bts is blood sweat and tears is seventh yeah that's I interesting don't that's really interesting because i've got one. like yeah they've got um they've got i need you further down which i agree with it's like a really good that's at number 80. Jeez, that's low. Um, yeah, that's that's a really good BTS song. Uh, but, I mean, again, it's because it's in the top 10. They, they talk about how it's a moment. Like, it's the last moment before they really hit it big. Yeah, there it is at number 7. Um, and I don't know. I reckon, I don't <laughs> think it's like a Blood, Sweat and Tears is a number 7 track. But that album is so good. I don't know if it's like someone was just thinking of the album and that's representative of it. This, like, LS person who wrote that entry. Um, right yeah that's just so weird to me like if it is true that way you just said right like this is their last song before they get famous well then maybe we should put the more famous <laughs> the more famous well song. i mean maybe they're not as good steven i don't know <laughs> they don't like those I songs mean, as much. that's okay you've you, you got me that's that might be true actually to be honest like i uh, the recent bts stuff is very hit or miss uh for me but uh, it actually, doesn't seem like that for most yeah. people <laughs> So, yeah uh well again it's you know, bts is huge because of their like attitude and like th- their style i guess and, and you know the way they're managed um you know but people have different favorites uh i think do you want to go through this 20 at least and you know see how uh yeah i can read through the uh top 20 real quick so again this is billboard's uh top 20 we're going to read the 20 uh songs of the 2010s number 20 is orange caramels catalina uh number oh uh well if possible i'm just going to read all 20 and then we can kind of if there are any okay, yep, big yep, ones yep, yep, we can talk yep. about it uh number 19 is ladies ladies codes galaxy number 18 is twice is tt number 17 is kara's step Number 16 is Rainbows A. Okay. Number 15 is 17's Very Nice. Number 14, oh, Lim Kim's Awu. Number 13 is Wonder Girls Be My Baby. Number 12 is Exo's Call Me Baby. Number 11's Guyan's Bloom. Oh, shit. Number 10 is Primaries Don't Be Shy. That's interesting. Number 9 is FX's Four Walls. <sighs> Number 8 is Big Bang's Bad Boys. Only 8. Okay. Number 7, BTS's Blood, Sweat, and Tears. Number 6 is Shiny's Sherlock. Number 5, uh, Girls' Generation's I Got a Boy. Number 4, 21's I'm the Best. 
Number three, Infinite's The Chaser. Number two, Red Velvet's Red Flavor. And number one, as you said earlier, I use Good Day. Um, which one of those do you want to kind of talk about? Because there's some oh, weird Yeah, there's ones. Some, some spicy ones. Look, out of that 20, I'd say, oh, man, um, probably I haven't heard or don't recognize at least the 17 very nice um, and Ladies Codes Galaxy. Actually, I think I remember maybe maybe I would that would like jog my memory if I saw it or something. But everything else I get, um, again, if we're if we're reading this as like representative, like you have to have an orange caramel song in there because they were so big in Japan and did like such weird stuff. Ladies Codes may be a thing because, you know, they do mention the, the tragic passings and how mm. that like the hindsight makes that better. Twice is just, um, TT is just a great song. Um, Step is actually the song that got my, like my older sister into K-pop that, you know, started all of this. So I, I rate that song like highly. Rainbow A is like really surprising, particularly above Step, but I, I don't know, Diggy probably would have liked that. Um, it's Lim above Kim, which... twice as TT. I... Yeah. Sorry, keep going. <laughs> Sorry, sorry, I forgot to push the talk. Um, the okay, yeah, they deserved so much more. So this is it's about it's maybe an emotional pick being like okay, oh, and it's scandalous. Oh, they're talking about the the shirt lifting choreography because it was so early. So that you know, it's about the choreography maybe. Um, Lim Kim, we already know. Uh, we we already talked about how much better that is than the new stuff. Um, Wonder Girls, be my baby, is probably because they had to put that in there because of the um, well, they mentioned Billboard, like you know, because they went over to America. I actually Wonder World, I think, is a really good album. I'm, I'm sorry if you disagree. Um, but yeah, I really like that one. Um, XO Call Me Baby, they talk about recovering from the split of the group. So, you know, that's the, the represent, representation there. Guy in, obviously it's huge for the, the, you know, the barriers she broke in the, in the music video there. Uh, the primary one's weird. That's like the most, probably this week in K-pop thing on there. Don't you think? I do. And I also think like everything you just said is like moments about a moment, about a moment, about a moment. And then even the, the, the the words of the like the descriptor of this is like not really it's just about the song it's just so random yeah. <laughs> it's like oh this is this is reggae k-pop can be reggae check it out <laughs> yeah it's like this must have been a, a fan favorite of like the five writers or, or whatever it is because this just kind of comes out of nowhere and they don't even justify it very well they're just like it's reggae korean woo <laughs> yeah uh four walls is so weird i agree with you there i don't know I don't know why Four Walls is there. I think I remember at the, uh, during the podcast, you talked about like um, Tumblr posts describing it and that maybe that's what it's about. You know, th there's all these why questions in the, in the write-up here. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, and, and it's about the tragedy and stuff. And it was the first song without Sully and that. Um, and it was a good, another good album. But I mean, like I would put Rum Pum Pum there if you're going to be representative there. I don't know. Uh, Big Bang's Bad Boy, I initially didn't like compared to Fantastic Baby. But, you know, you're right. It's like really, really good. Um, you know, you, you thought it should have been higher. I think if they're going to give IU, I think if any group has transcended K-pop in the last decade, big bang, big bang paved the way for BTS, right? Like big bang paved the way for so, so, so many people, um, that it kind of is crazy to me that it's number eight. If we're talking about, about moments, you know what I mean? Um, yeah, it is weird that it's under Sherlock, particularly. Um, I get being under BTS maybe as a moment thing, but 
I don't know. Like without, like, I, I mean, it depends how they're ordering it, but it's like without big bang, there would be no BTS. You know what I mean? Like, uh, without big bang, there'd be the K-pop in general, the international scene would be just halved. You know what I mean? Like, uh, they're so important to K-pop that it's kind of insane to me that they're eight and, and I I still, yeah still good it's just you look at like yeah i, I don't know I, I like sherlock that was like from the that was one of the first songs i heard getting into k-pop um i, I love that they use the word frankenstein it's almost like they've listened to this week in k-pop but i hope so although i can't tell if uh if the um uh, moose jesus actually did ghostwrite this or not um, oh <laughs> but like if you did Congratulations, first of all, but also like, what's up? This is weird. Um, yeah, the moose. Yeah, um, yeah. Fantastic baby is further down the the list. Um, I, I noticed that, but yeah, I still would also put Fantastic Baby. I mean, I I guess this is I in theory from the American perspective, but like, Fantastic Baby is like everybody's jam from the ages of like fifteen to forty five in Korea. You know, like. Yeah, that, yeah. <laughs> no, I get it. That's a Jimmy Jam. Um, Actually, I think they have like Bebe on there as well, and it's higher than Fantastic Baby. That was another weird one. Oh hell no! You, <laughs> that can't be true. Wait, don't don't lie to me. Wait, how come when I search Big Bang, I don't find anything? Oh, it's because it's one word. Maybe it's separate words. One word. Uh oh my God, Bebe is higher. That no, no, <laughs> no, Billboard, no. <laughs> oh man oh boy oh boy oh boy uh then there's the top five which i actually you know you know i've been bitten into you know as i'm reading this uh seeing what what the reasoning is like the you know the the songs and the moments i get it there's only one real surprise in this top five and that's the red velvet's red flavor um yeah um the i remember the i got a boy thing they was oh there were a lot of that was a lot of k-pop fans really didn't like that one i remember i did but it like grew on me it was like january 1st 2013 and by the end of that year it was one of my top my favorite songs and it mm. took a while to get into and i remember reading a billboard article about how like how this this is what k-pop this is what makes k-pop different because they are not afraid to do this i mean look at they call it okay the jessica's immortal words let's bring it back to 140 okay yeah hyper segmentation is built into the k-pop framework i mean yeah it's a it's a cable representative thing. I did end up liking it a lot. I know people don't sometimes, but yeah. I mean, I, this was like, it's kind of crazy to think like back in the day, this was like a big, like, wait, a, what, what is this? You know? Yeah, uh, exactly. Exactly. Uh, but no, I fully agree that I got a boy should be up here. Like, I, I don't know it, where like G falls or some of those other things fall, but like, um, uh, G is um 2009, so it oh, it's not okay. That probably makes sense. So like Mister uh, Mister Mister's down there, which I don't agree with, but whatever. Oh, so it just goes from I got a boy to Mister Mister at 84. Uh, uh, uh. uh, but I'm full. I'm totally fine with this. I I still think that I mean I, I totally understand Red Velvet is gigantic and huge, but like of the decade like it just seems weird to me that red velvet is number two um 
Yeah, that's like, yeah, I don't know. I think I've got to read it again. Um, yeah, the I am the best makes heaps of sense, heaps of sense. That was so influential. Infinite the Chaser, someone, the chat's moving really fast, but someone brought up um, the fact that that was one of the early Billboard articles. It's a mm. really good song. And it's the one that I always forget about, like, because Infinite was like treated very badly for what they uh, deserved in the early days. But uh, yeah, so good to see that. Here's the thing with this song is like, I, I mean, I, I don't even, I've heard it. I think once and I totally understand it's like a real every a lot of people really 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 love this song but like when a, most of this list is structured as moments based you know what I mean I I don't think Chaser should be number three like if this was somebody's own personal top 10 list you know what I mean um I fully understand yeah, this they can yeah. do whatever they want but yeah and that's the other thing it, because it is the five people or whatever I reckon it's just different people like you know, thinking the list is different, like has a different purpose. Right. So, cause, cause you've got these like initials behind every, every writer. So I'm just looking at this red flavor, this red flavor thing. Okay. They're talking about maybe the five best red velvet songs. What the ice cream cake was a symbolic baton pass from FX to red velvet as the best idol group alive. Holy crap. Did I ghost write this? <laughs> oh my mm. God. <laughs> maybe, maybe you did. Are you going to tell me oh you're JMK? Gosh. Oh my god, what the? Yeah, Ice Cream Cake was my favorite song of 2015, but that was like after a year of hating Red Velvet because they just took, you know, they just took FX's songs and, and like producers and all that um, hmm. without any fanfare. Um, but yeah, oh man. Well, you know what? SM just makes all five of their boy groups the exact same now. So maybe they'll true. do, you true, know, true, true, true. they were testing the waters back then. Oh man, I mean, this is a ride. Like, I, I, doing a top hundred like for anything for ten years is hard. But there are so many K-pop songs. I mean, this is yeah. a yeah, this is an effort. I, I I kind of agree. I mean, just just looking at the bleed just out of twenty as well. There's like Zion T at twenty one, Brown Eyed Girl Sixth Sense. That was a great song. One Hundred One Energetic. That's probably the newest song in the top twenty five. Sister, Touch My Body. That's for you. Uh, and Tiara. Okay, I forgot about that. Not that song though. I'm sorry though. <laughs> Too angry. Yeah, yeah, props, props. A Pink's Ungung <laughs> is 31. Like, I like that song, but 31? What? Wow. I feel like I just had to put something from 2019 and it hits 20, like, hits 31st. Mama Moo's only 32nd and it's You're the Best. Oh, mm. FX's Rum Pum Pum is on here. 33rd. Okay. Oh, man. Okay. Oh, Pentagon Shine, that's from last year. Incredible song. Uh, 35 is a good there. song is a good song again oh, 2 p.m adtoy what a song what a song that is maybe the sexy video but yeah yeah like this this could go on another 30 minutes and i do want to kind of stop it here but even me i'm like like hyona's yeah, bubble fair, pop fair, fair. at 44 that's atrocious like hyona's bubble pop was also like a seminal moment in k-pop history yeah that's weird and uh, it's a good song in the 80s gangnam stars in the 80s man Gang or 70s or something all right that's oh m block good point gotcha mm, mm, m black smoky girl okay uh but anyways so like i i do think a props to them for even doing this like it's kind of crazy how far k-pop has even come right um that billboard's making a whole list about this um that we can argue about it you know yeah yeah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. it's a very very hard thing to do um very very hard but that's why i'm always like you got to preface like the exact purpose of this, of this, just like you said, right. Uh, uh, you yep. need to know where they're coming from and how they're doing it and how the decisions were made 
uh, for, for lists in general. And, and I think that they didn't really do that. Yep. So it's a little weird. Definitely but. believe that. Definitely believe that. Back it up. Say it five times if you have to, because some people just assume, you know, that it's just. You know, I think it's a long way of getting to the point. But my 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 main point is that it's impossible to make an objective list. So, like the word objective yeah. does not belong in a list made by humans. If you, an objective list is, it's just okay. What sold the most? Or yeah. you know, yeah, like most views on YouTube. Blah 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 blah. I I remember having a lot of fights with not fights but e fights with people of like like anything that any review like there's no like you mentioned IGN I think that's a big one that kind of comes up a lot which is like everything is subjective because that's what reviewing something is you're reviewing something within your own lens and your own mind and your own situation right like everything is subjective um and that's fine. You just need to find the people that you relate to. Um, yeah, 100%. And, and, and go with them, you know. Um, but that's kind of why it's just... I mean, I guess that's why it's called Staff List, right? But it's a little scary to to just put out a 100 best songs, you know, list. Just just fire up, you know. Oh, hell yeah. Scary as hell. <laughs> yeah. Um, where's that Ruan song? Let's get that. Let's get it. Let's get that song. <laughs> um, but this does kind of give, make me think because normally right at the end of the year in the old form of the podcast, we would do a big top 10 thing, but I don't actually know how that is even going to work in this format. Um, also I didn't even listen to K-pop the whole year, you know? Um, but Oh, I neither did I until you did this, you, until you brought it back. Well, I did some albums in like, you know, March, April um, for the big ones and the big comebacks. But until, you know, I mean, remember episode one, I was like asking you for recommendations. And, you know, at least oh, yeah. one of those songs is going to end up in my top five somewhere. Um, you know, you just catch up a lot. And it, it's it's quick, the three minutes. That's true. That's true. Um, I may need to do that then for, for this year. Um, but yeah, so that will probably be in kind of the conversation, hopefully in the next, maybe in the Discord channel for the next week of like, how the fuck we're going to do that. Um, yeah, I kind of, you know, I don't know if we yeah, kind of want to segue into that. We kind of already did. Uh, but yeah, like how we're going to do that. Because I always, those are always my favorite episode. You said you're, you're, it was your favorite as well. Like, you know, lists are, I mean, they're clickbaity, but they're also really fun. <laughs> so yeah, for sure. For sure. I'm uh, sorry, Josh, you're not here. Um, all right. Well, Vagrant Ask, thank you so much for calling um and if you do uh you know finish your kind of end of the year list or, or whatever feel free to of course link that to everybody so that uh we can all oh, i'll be doing that whether people want it or not steven like nice. i always do <laughs> and we're gonna dissect it for two hours as well no. um <laughs> oh, don't do that don't do that okay um do you have any uh yeah shout outs uh before you go yeah just um gee this like i've was last on a month ago and just the shout outs to all the people who have made this podcast better and more efficient and like you know there's all these like like that that poll you put up and all that jazz you know while me and gotcha haven't been on you know lemon especially granger especially you know the, the normal people but everyone who's called in particularly people who are on every week when it was at 3 p.m um yeah I, i'm a you know i could technically make the 3 p.m it's just we, there was a it was a really 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 insane month for me so yeah um hopefully i can make one of those but it's just a shout out to everyone awesome well thank you so much for for the support and uh everything i don't know <laughs> no worries gotcha yeah uh thank you and yeah well hopefully we'll hear from you soon as we as more and more people are probably going to come out with some of these lists especially that reddit one i will still never forget when they voted that red velvet song as best 
KRMB song of the year. I will never let that down. <laughs> Some no bullshit. Um, anyways, uh, thank you so much. Bye. Uh, Bye. All right. I know it's been a long episode having, I guess, too much fun, but we do have one more topic. Um, Granger herself closing out the show. Let's get in it. Here we go. What's up? Hello. How are you doing? Hi. I'm good. How are you? I'm okay. I'm like really worked up right now. I don't know. I don't know if the well, heater. I have something to know? say about the last subject, like very small. Oh, go ahead. I do believe that there were blindfolds involved and darts. For real, real? Or you? Th- I, I really do think that. <laughs> like they just put like a wall of really recognizable K-pop songs and darts, and then like on another wall, it was like we don't really know these songs and darts. And they just spun you around and let you throw the dart wherever you wanted. I mean, that's uh, throwing some shade at it. And honestly, I don't disagree. <laughs> I don't disagree for some of this stuff, especially like from 50 and, and down. You know, we didn't really talk about 50 to 100, but like there are some weird ass songs in this 50 to 100. <laughs> um, but yeah, like 20, 64 is... I don't know this song, but like Sunny Hills Midnight Circus. Why? <laughs> Why? Um, anyways, uh, we'll never we'll never not talk about we can't stop. We got to stop that. Uh, Granger, right, yes. what is your the last topic for this episode? My subject is eyes memento. All right. Eyes. Uh, I Z. Is this? Uh, yeah. Who is this? Who's this stringer? Is he a solo artist? Watch and find out. Oh, okay. Um, all right. So this is I Z or Eyes with Memento. Let's get to it.
지만 혼자서 아프겠지만 결국은 젠가는 나일 거야 No one's playing right now. It's all lies. All right. That was Eyes with Memento. Granger, is this a stan or a sting for you? This is a stan. This is a stan for you. Okay. Um,. Uh, is this a, I know you guys are kind of talking about it in the chat, but uh, is this some, a group that you've liked for a while or is this kind of like the first song that you're like, ooh. For me? Mm -hmm. So like, I'm a sucker for a good instrumental group. Like I like instrumental breaks. I like very heavy instrumental music and like without all the computer added in stuff. And discovering groups like this is fairly new for me i do have another song i like by them but um yeah it, it's fairly new and gotcha and are you a big rock fan in general or as you said you just kind of like instrumentals overall? it's a little bit of both but mostly instrumental like i'm a musician so i i like to hear the actual instruments in the song and not the computer generated instruments gotcha um I'm I'm relatively similar. I really like it when I can hear like, especially if it's a band concept, I'm like, I need to be able to hear and see exactly what's going on. Right. Like there's not this like added layer of all this pr production, you know what I mean? Um, and I think this is the most I've ever been given to a drummer in any band ever, but like that dude was hitting, that dude was drumming and that dude was hitting the notes. Uh, and that's, so I am a drummer person, so I can recognize that, you know, I'm not a guitarist person. Um, but I don't know. I actually really did like the song. I will say though, I think the thing I like about it the least is the singer. 
I think he goes ham. Get like, lost. Sorry? I said get lost. Oh, is this is he your favorite guy? <laughs> is he your favorite, yes. favorite dude? His voice just like, I don't know what it is. Like, he's going at it, and he's like, ah, and, and I don't know. It's just like the, the timber of it for this song is like kind of off-putting to me i don't I, a little bit i don't know i kind of wish it was stronger you know like a little just stronger so is it a stand or a stank for you i'm gonna still say it's a stand though because i do really liked everything else and i was kind of like like his voice not bad he's, he's not a bad voice at all i i would just say the least the thing i liked the least was his voice but his voice is still good does that make sense um I don't know. I just yeah. wish it was a little more um, either clearer or it may be clearer is the word I'm trying to think. I, I do think they're trying to go for this. Not dreamlike, but kind of like, I don't know. I'm, I'm doing like a hand movement to kind of like make you <laughs> kind of. <laughs> I can see it. Okay? You know? You've uh, almost got that Yun Ho hand movement going on. Okay, You know, the hand movement. Um but that, that's just my thing. I, but I think overall, like, I, I'm down. I've always kind of liked uh, bands in general. Um, but uh, sometimes I don't really even see it or hear it represented super well in, in the music, you know? Um, no, you don't. And, like, this this has became my favorite kind of K-pop is, gotcha. like, the instrument-heavy K-pop. Like, any... I will totally abandon every other group right now. Ooh. Uh, just well, to pick, just to listen to nothing but the instrumentals. And yes, there are more groups like the Rose and you know CN Blue was at one point. I'm not quite sure. I never really followed their music, but I do remember a time that they were very um, instrument heavy. In Flying is one. I think day yeah. does day six is like day six. Yes, it's pretty good, right? Um, they're not my favorite they're like at the bottom of my list but uh, I do appreciate them for it gotcha I think I had gotten day six and M flying confused when we were talking about M flying that a while ago um, because I went back and I was like wait these M flying songs are not what I thought and it turns out (laughs) it was the day six songs because they were more like anime outro songs um, or or intro songs Um, but okay this though is like a perfect this week in K-pop recommendation because it's this Ooh. this music video is like fifteen thousand. You know what I mean? It's still a boy boy group, right? Like these are very clearly like good looking dudes trying to be good looking. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, and it's a great song, you know, and it's different. You know, it's not just the same thing over and over again. You know. See, uh, um, Lemon's here to make you question K-pop, and I'm here to reassure you that everything's okay. <laughs> I will say though that like this looks like a nightmare to film. Like it's like rainy. They're in this like muddy area. The main dude's wearing all white. I'm like, if this dude just trips once, like they gotta bring a whole new wardrobe in. You know what I mean? Like it looks like it's probably hella cold right now. Um, everyone's in like turtlenecks and like two shirts. You know, it's like. Uh, but props to them. You know, props to them for for busting it out. I do not like turtlenecks especially on on guys i think it's like one of the ugliest things in the world um and i don't think this dude in all white you know maybe that's why i hate him maybe it's the turtleneck maybe it's the turtleneck (laughs) 
Um, you can't hate somebody over a turtleneck. Oh, I can. And I have many times in my life because it's awful and looks awful. And come on, don't tell me that this looks good. Okay. This is I'm a trash outfit. starting a campaign outfit. to get Steven in a turtleneck on stream. Absolutely not. You can raise a million dollars and I'll be like, I will never. Actually, then I have to refund a million dollars. I'll take a million dollars. I'll take a, I'll, honestly, I'll take like $200. I mean, whatever. <laughs> but like, I'm. I uh, I have gone through many tirades at work about turtlenecks and how I hate them so much. Um, all right. Well, this is eyes. Are there any other eyes songs that you like that you want to recommend to other people? Um, I really like Eden. Have I heard this? I I feel like I have because YouTube is telling me YouTube is telling me that I've watched this before. <laughs> Um, oh, this looks way more boy banding though. Um, yeah, I, let me just give a quick listen, real quick. Here, this is a little quickle. Oh, yeah, this is way more anime intro. Yeah, I agree with you, but I mean, that is the feel you get from the groups that are instrument heavy. Gotcha. Oh, Lemon says she added it to the song recommendation channel. So maybe that's how I listened to it. Maybe I listened to it in the pre-show last last week. Um, either way, that is uh, uh, Eyes, right? I-Z. Um, eyes, yes. Eyes. And uh, yeah, definitely not like iZone. Almost iZone, but, but not banned from performing. Um, thank you very <laughs> much for calling in. No problem. Yeah. Do you have any uh, uh, shout outs as always? Yes, I do. I want to shout out to you in general and all of the podcast listeners who should be here at Twitch TV slash This Week in K-Pop. And you all can catch me in the mic checks. And you can also check her on her your own channel, right? Yes. I, yeah, I have my own channel. Uh, Twitch.tv slash LF underscore Granger. She's got some emotes. All right. Yes. It's happening. <laughs> Um, more professional than me. I don't got no emotes. You'll, you know you'll I mean? get there. I promise. With the uh, amount of viewers you have on the norm, if you just add the extra streams in, you'd be there. No problem. All right. Well, let's hope 2020, you know, we'll, we'll do a race. We'll do a race to a million followers. Okay. <laughs> It'll be slow going, but we'll I'll race there. you. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, thanks for everything that you do as always, Granger. Um, see Bye. you next time. All right, that was a very long episode, but it was over in a flash. Um, thank you, everybody, for um, calling in. Thank you for all the people watching live. I do think we did reach 20, 20 whole people uh, watching at once, uh, which is kind of crazy. Um, the goal is hopefully, again, more people come live, come watch it live. Sundays. Uh, it's going to be at 8 p.m. Central Time next week, which is December 8th. Hopefully you can join in, be a new caller, just like we had uh, some today. And uh, yeah, I will see everybody next week. Bye.